Hello and welcome to the Rogue Valley Role Players. My name is Ben. I'm here with Austin, Ed, Rosemary, and Nick. They changed their seating arrangement to slip me up. <laughs> it almost worked. Yeah, we're the Rogue Valley Role Players, and uh, we are here to play Valley of Famine. Once again, my name is Ben. I am the Marshal. I'm running the shindig tonight, hurting the cats. Uh, I'm Austin, playing Macario. He doesn't kill for the laughs. He kills because it's just what he does sometimes. I'm Ed. I'm playing Daisy Gilmore, the weird scientist, but people call her Railin' Daisy because she's gone off the rails on the crazy train. I want you to sing your intro again. <laughs> My name is Rosemary. I play Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy. She is a Hexlinger. I am Nick S. I am playing Haru Matsuhara, the Samurai. So yeah, when we last left off, um, you had met Sylvia Redgrave and made an ally of her in some sort of very awkward fashion because I didn't know where I was going with the story, but nonetheless uh, she has informed you that she has a uh, powder that will make this monster whatever it is uh, that's lurking in the Ashland Woolen Mill manifest itself or at least become corporeal and be unable to phase through material which supposedly is what it's doing if it's not straight up a ghost um, but the downside is that the powder is toxic to breathe for humans. So she has two options that you can pursue. One is she can try and uh, throw these little little like powder grenades that she's made that will force the, the creature to manifest temporarily and kind of you know, as a workaround the, the toxic gas. Or um, there's machinery in the mill to vent out the ghost rock fumes that can be reverse engineered to basically fumigate the mill. But most of you won't be able to breathe as a result. If, if we uh, use the machinery to uh, put, pump the full mill of this stuff, then no one will be able to go back to work ever. She assures you it will dissipate after some time. It's not permanent. Oh. Uh, It'll clear out in an hour or two. Do you think it will make the monster want to leave, or will he stay inside? I don't know. I I, I don't know what manner of beast it is. Well, uh, Haru, perhaps you could uh, lure it out? I could do that. I I do not need to breathe. Well, you can use the powder, and I can stand back and blast him. Uh, does this sound like it would work? Which plan are you suggesting? We spread the powder throughout the, the mill. Haru goes in, draws the creature out, and Daisy and everyone else blast it. We can certainly try it. We'll have to get in there to work on the machinery and 
pump the powder. So we're gonna have to go in. To, we're gonna have to go into the the mill anyway to get to the machinery to spread the ventilation. So we're gonna need the like the pouches that she can throw just in case this thing. It's it's one or the other. Unfortunately, I don't have enough powder ready to do both. If if we go in, we go to the machinery. I'm gonna need all of it to fumigate the the factory, the mill. Um, we're gonna have to do the best we can and just be really careful. Hmm. I don't like the idea of you going in by yourself to fight this thing, Haru. It seems to be the best option, though. I mean, I'd much rather you all be safe. Perhaps it is cold of me, but I think Haru would be the best chance we have. Don't sit right with me, you going in and fighting... Thing. If all goes well, I will not be fighting it for very long. I will just stab it a couple of times and bring it to everybody else. When was the last time that any fight went well for us, Haru? Haru can run out. He'll do it. You are have faith. Not wrong. <laughs> Maybe it'll knock me through the wall. I'm not down with... Uh... If you taking risks like this, because it puts my own life on the line too. Well, I've got two votes for no. <laughs> I say if we go and we all go in together, you use the pouches. Well, if we do that, that's fine. But I, uh, I will, I will not be able to use my magic to assist you because I'll be busy throwing these things at the creature. How long does the uh, manifestation last? In small quantities, uh, only a few seconds. So, she, so out of character, she pretty much have to throw one a turn. Yeah, she's pretty much throwing one a turn. You have like that round to try and smack on the thing, but you won't have to worry about exposure to the powder. Let's do that one then. I mean, yeah, yeah. Perhaps if we use this method, uh, we get some paint, and when it is visible, we splash it with paint, so that when it is no longer visible, uh, we still see uh, paint there. Maybe? Or or maybe it walks on the paint? Hmm. What do you think, Sylvia? The idea have merit? Maybe. Uh, Where are we going to find paint in those quantities? That's a good point. Most paint would be, if it's stored out in shed, would be frozen. Would be no use. Ah, this is true. Or we spread snow inside, no, it would melt. Well, it sounds like we're going in, and uh, I will focus on trying to catch this thing in the powders to give you all a chance to kill it. I can't think of a better plan. Sounds good to me. And let's get to it. The longer we wait, the sooner someone else may die. Agreed. Agreed. So you head to the mill. The windows are dark. There's no lights on inside. It's probably getting on towards mid-afternoon at this point. Or late afternoon, even. And there's there's snow piled up around the factory. Like, no one's cleared it in a day or two. And yeah, it's cold. It's it's very, very cold. 
And uh, I think, Rachel, you have the key to the lock. Oh, okay. Um, I will go up to the door then and unlock it. You unlock the door, then move behind me. Yeah, I'll kind of unlock the door and then step aside so that Haru can go in first. All right. So it takes a little bit of doing to get the the doors open. They're, they're kind of these big double-wide doors. You pull them open against the snow, and it's it's dark inside. I will go first. See if I can find light to illuminate your way. And Sylvia says, you know, there should be a switch just inside. Careful, Haru. And I step inside to find the switch. All right. You step inside, and uh, you you see the switch, and you hit it, and the lights kind of take a moment to warm up and, and click on. And you're in this uh, large uh, vaulted ceiling uh, room. There's all these, like, yarning machines um, spinning and other things you would find in a wool mill. And you just see, um, you know, strands of thread all over the place running from these machines. Keep your eyes and ears open. Yeah, I'll step cautiously inside with my guns drawn. Alright. Everyone give me notice rolls. I got a success. Nope. A simple success. 11 or 11, so I rolled 11 twice. You notice the two... uh, Well, those of you passed, you notice there's... A lot of threads in here, and not all. There's like a maze of them. Daisy, you step in, and you you step into the the, the building, and you notice that some of these threads are stretching from the the ceiling down to the machinery, but they're not like hooked into the bobbins or or anything. Okay. And there's kind of this musky, sickly sweet smell permeating throughout the mill. Man, the way these threads are up here, I'd be watching out for some kind of loom spider or something. That's a disturbing thought, Sylvia says. And then uh, she makes a gesture with her hands. All right, she uh, lifts up into the air. Uh, Rachel... Takes a step back. She's a bit surprised by that. What are, what are you doing? Looks like she's flying. Getting into a position where I can throw these powders. All right. Well, looks time looks time to prepare. I'm going to cast the armor. Sure. Or protection. Going to cast smite. I would like to boost my. Actually, I'd like to cast aim. All right. So you cast your spells. You uh, prepare yourselves as you're you're stepping in here. Everyone, give me notice rolls. Nope. I got a raise. Uh, I need your exact total, but give me a second. Okay, what'd you get? Eight. Okay. Three. Three. Ten. Uh, two. All right. It's quiet. It's very quiet. Do you have any idea of where this thing might be in? Here? Not a clue, Sylvia says from above. One, two, three, four, and Sylvia's five. Of course. Rachel. Rachel. God damn it. 
Yeah, Rachel's moving cautiously forward into the mill. I think you're all kind of like, you know, you're moving in, you're you're all looking, you kind of like backs to each other sort of uh, style. Okay. And Rachel, what's your parry? Um, it's eight. Uh, it takes everyone a moment. You kind of hear like a, a quiet, muffled gasp, and then when you look, Rachel's nowhere to be seen. Haru is angrily looking around, calling out for Rachel. Rachel! Mm-hmm. Give me notice rolls. A five? Nope. That's just four. <laughs> well, she's gone. Guess we gotta go. No, he's so distracted by the fact he's trying to find you, he's not noticing anything. You got a four? What'd you get? Four. Two. Yeah, you don't see her anywhere. I got a five, actually. I don't know if that matters. No. Nope. Sylvia doesn't see anything either. What are you doing? I'm going to start calling out to this thing now. Like, you took her, come out, come out, wherever you are, kind of. Rachel, call if you can hear us. Can I hear them? One, two, three, and Sylvia is four. Perfect. All right, everyone give me notice rolls again. That was four down there. I rolled a six. Uh, five. All right. Um, Daisy, Macario, you don't notice anything. You're kind of like trying to look around. Haru, you're you know you're finally looking, trying to find out what's going on, and you hear a a kind of but kind of louder. Um. And you see, you see Sylvia floating in the air, kind of looking around. She's got like a, a pouch of something held in hand, and then you see this thing materialize behind her, and it looks like that. What the fuck? It's like a deer. Nope. Just like a. Silvio, watch out! Make me a fear roll at negative uh, nine. Nine. All right. You feel fine. Um, so you call out um, just as this thing like throws something forward, and you see Sylvia just get wrapped up and. Like a sh- it, lo- it looks like yarn, just a sheet of yarn, and then it moves to grab her, and it does, and it fades from view. I think it's time for combat. This plan went so well. Such a great plan, everybody. Well done, us. Haru, you got a queen of spades. Uh, Daisy, you got the five of clubs. Macario, you got the nine of spades. And something has the ten of diamonds. Uh, hearts. So, Macario, what are you doing? I'm sorry, Haru. Well, I can't see this thing. 
You said that the yarn was like looked like it was coming from the ceiling and stretching down, but it wasn't unhooked on anything, right? Right. That's what Daisy noticed. What if I started cutting that? Okay. Go ahead and make a fight and roll. Seven. All right, that'll hit. Um, it'll even raise actually. Six, eleven, fifteen, sixteen points of damage to the yarn. Uh, it snaps and something goes thump down from the ceiling. Can I... Do I see what this something was? You see something drop down from the ceiling. I guess I'll use the rest of my turn to move over towards that. You move over to it. You don't see what it is yet, but you move over to it. Um, Hi, Macario. What's up? Um, Give me a notice roll. Alright, so you also hear this thump, 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 thump coming up behind you, and you turn around just in time to see this materialize right behind you. Okay. So now go ahead and roll me a fear roll at negative nine. Alright, yeah, he gets picked up. Uh, well, no, you failed your roll, so you're gonna freak out. Uh, roll a d20. Uh, four? You're vulnerable until you're the end of your next turn. Alright, so now it's gonna do its things. So, this thing envelops you in a, a sticky cocoon of web. And then what's your parry? Uh, it would be a seven. It uh, doesn't quite get you, so you fall to the ground. You're able to move a bit, but you're uh, you're definitely entangled. Is my mouth uncovered? Yeah. Okay, you all hear Macario screaming in surprise and horror. And it's your turn. All right. Um, I will try to break free of my entanglement. Uh, oh, I got a 12. Okay, yeah, you break free, and you can act. Cool. Um, so, yeah, he, he scrambles to his feet. Is this thing, like, right in front of him still? Yeah, it's still there. Okay. Um, he needs to know where Rachel went, so he's going to use this opportunity, this rare opportunity being close to this thing, to cast empathy and try to understand what it did with her. It, it's going to be great. All and right. It's going to work out All great. Right. Okay. It is me. Plot <laughs> twist. <laughs> Blow it up. <laughs> so he got, he got a 15 to his empathy spellcasting check. Alright. Um, he's plus two to intimidation, persuasion, performance, taunt, and he knows the surface level thoughts of this creature. This thing is hungry. Its entire existence is dictated by its hunger. It exists to feed and nothing satiates it. And where's it going to stick me when it catches me? Um, you get an, an image. Does it, well, it's not telepathy. Does it give you surface level thoughts? So, like, if it's thinking, I'm going to put this delicious clown in my 
upstairs attic where I keep all my other bodies, then I would see that. I don't think it's mine, like, has that. It's just, you get the sense that it plans to put you with the rest of its larder. Daisy, I think you definitely hear Mikario crying out, uh, and you turn, and you see that. That. Yep. Gloom spider. It looks like an elk. With a fanged jaw, and, and actually more like a moose, really. It's got the moose antlers. But it's on uh, eight spindly legs that end in barbed uh, claws. And it's huge. It stands easily as big of a moose as big as a moose um and probably taller because it's on these these legs and this this uh sticky saliva dribbles from its its mouth and it uh it gives an elk call one of those eerie creepy as fuck double toned cries um and then, yeah, it's your turn, so what did... Uh, oh, fear roll first. Fear roll. Uh, so... negative nine. Negative nine, that is a success. All right, you're fine. You hold yourself together. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. Let's steal myself. Aim the... Railgun at this monstrosity and fire off an overcharged bolt. Just All right, do it. Hurt this thing. That is a twelve on the roll. That's gonna hit with a raise. All right, four d six. Watch all this build up, and then Daisy kills it in one go. <laughs> uh, probably not. Fifteen damage. Well, that will wound it, so it's going to try and soak. All right, it soaks it, but just barely. Uh, I think your bolt like clips one of its its antlers, and it bellows. Um, and then we'll build a round of initiative, and we'll see what happens. How are you? Get the king of clubs, Daisy. You got the five of diamonds. Car, you got the six of spades, and the nightmare got the king. Of spades. It's a nightmare. It's not even a horse. Or on fire. It's like it's, a spider moose. It's a Wendigo nightmare. Spider moose. Spider like moose. And spider moose. It fades from view. Haru, what are you doing? Well, I, I saw it attacking Makario, but I wasn't able to move to it. I did move over to whatever fell from the ceiling. I'm going to look to see what it was. Uh, it looks like a human body encased in webbing. I'm going to cut it open. Hoping to find Sylvia or Rachel. Preferably Rachel, but that's that's personal. You find neither. Give me just a straight spirit roll. Seven. Okay. The body in here is just desiccated and looks like it's been drained of all fluids. Okay, well, keep cutting. <laughs> One of these has to be a people who's still alive. Can't do much. Yeah, uh, you cut another thread and you, something else drops from the ceiling. Okay. It's a long ways up, too. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a problem. <laughs> the, it's going to cushion my fall, assuming yeah. that's where I am. 
the yarn that I'm wrapped in. <laughs> uh, Macario, you're up. He's going to try to taunt this thing into attacking him. Okay. So I actually have Provoke on Macario now. Okay. So we're going to try to um, beat its smarts to have it focus on him and come closer to him again. Uh, so he'll be basically ripping a bunch of things out of his pack, handkerchiefs, trying to make like a bunch of noise and colors and saying, Come get me, stupid! I'm a good meal! Come here! Bacon is ready! <laughs> <laughs> this is opposed? Uh, yeah, it's, it's an opposed smarts check. Um, I got a six. You know... But isn't that a plus one for you? Oh, it is. That's right. It got a seven. All right. Not bad. So... Uh, but, well, no, I have to raise to do it. Oh, okay. That's, that's the thing. So, actually, I'm going to... You're going to use the legendary? Oh, yeah. Easy, easy decision. we we got to get Rachel back. Okay. So, that's... Uh, plus five. Eleven total. All right. Yeah. Uh, it raises. It doesn't have an action just yet, but... You get a feeling like, oh, yeah. I, uh, you still got that empathy power up, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you definitely f- get that sense that that hungry sense of like hmm, it wants to be eaten. I I, I think it is coming. <laughs> Daisy, you are. Oh, I get to go already. Well, do I see the thing? No, no. Uh, do you want to go on hold? Yeah, I'm gonna go on hold. Like, come on, shoot. Wind's gonna show itself. Kind of it. All right. So now I'm gonna deal uh, Rachel and Sylvia back in. You were kind of stunned. This thing grabbed you. You were um, basically kind of like your last thoughts, as it were. Uh, as you were, you're in there. You're looking at the last second. You kind of heard this thump, 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 come up behind you, and then you just your your vision went black. You were constricted in something. You barely had time to even get a. And then you were being hoisted up into the air. Am I now falling through the air? You were not falling. <laughs> oh, okay. You definitely feel like you're hanging, though. Oh. So, Haru, you get a jack of hearts. Rachel, you get the ace of hearts. Daisy, you're on hold. Um, Kario, you get the eight of diamonds. Sylvia is going to get the ten of clubs. And the Wendigo nightmare. Oh. God. It's going to get the eight of hearts. Alright, Haru, you're up. Oh, no. Um, Rachel, you're up. You get the ace. So I'm wrapped in case in darkness. Yep. Can't see anything. You can give me an athletics roll or a strength roll at negative two. Um, I'll do athletics. Yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can tear my way out of whatever I'm in. Okay. Is the athletics roll at minus two? No. Uh, five then. Five? Alright, you start to kind of, you know, rip and wrench your way free. And you, you manage to get yourself most of the way free. You're still entangled, which is probably a good thing. Because you, you get your, your vision, you pull the stuff out of your eyes, you grab your guns before they fall. You're hanging upside down from the roof of this place. And there's just bodies all over and you know cocooned in this webbing hanging from the ceiling some of them are still squirming ever so slightly and there's another one pretty like right next to you that's um pretty squirrely 
Oh, shit. She's gonna try not to fall. Didn't describe this earlier, but I gave it the distracted condition. Oh, okay. There's no, like, beams up here or anything like that, right? Is it, like, ceiling beams that she could sure. stand yeah. on? Uh, you try and climb onto. You're still entangled right now, so oh, like okay. your legs are bound. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do it just yet. Getting her bearings. Yeah, and taking stock of the situation. Haru, what are you doing? Something else just fell from the the ceiling. You still haven't found Rachel. She hasn't called out yet, so you don't know that she's up there. Well, Macario called out that it's coming, and like to him. I can't find Rachel, and thinking about the height of that fall, I don't want her falling down in the same manner. It would kill her. Uh, I will go into defense of Macario. Okay. Uh, so You're going to go look at the the other whatever fell down? If it's going to be another desiccated corpse, I'm, I'm not sure. But... Well, you don't know that. Because you don't know that Rachel's still up there. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll go. I can go check that out. Okay. You, you round some machinery and you see another cocooned body laying there, but it's it's twitching. I will cut it open. Give me another spirit roll. This time at negative two. Uh, three. You can add your grit to this. Oh, uh, then eight. All right, you hold yourself together because you, you cut it open and the body... The person is clearly still alive, but you can see, like, they're in the midst of transforming. Squeak. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, you don't even have to roll for it. You just put them out of their misery. It's like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Macario, this thing hasn't reappeared yet. You don't know if that's just because it hasn't had an opportunity because it got a lower initiative card, or if it's not responding just yet. Uh, Makari's going to take out the cutlass and basically uh, go into full defense and just prepare himself for it to come out. Because he has this feeling that it's going to be... He had that kind of mystical connection with it for just a split second, and he's like, this thing's coming for me for sure. I just feel it. So that gives you plus four parry? Uh, Plus... I think it's plus two if you go into defense. Is that right? I don't remember. Go ahead and look it up, and then... uh, It is its turn, so... That is going to be very relevant. Is it seen yet? Give me notice rolls. Yeah, because that's what I'm waiting for, is to be able to see this yes, thing. Yes, that's true. So, it, for distracted, it's at a minus two to all trait rolls until the end of this turn. Okay. I got an eight on notice. Oh, I need a roll for it. Oh, yeah. You all, what'd you get? Oh. Eight. You all see it reappear. Um... Creeping up behind Macario. I would like to take a shot at it. Alright, go ahead and make a opposed agility roll to interrupt its action. Got a three! Alright, unfortunately, it's just a little too quick, so you'll be able to take a shot at it after it completes its action. Um, Macario, I don't think it's going to get the drop on you, even though it manifested behind you because you've got that link to it, so you're just kind of like, oh, it's behind me, and you spin around just as it uh, tries to attack you. And it is at a minus two because it's distracted. Uh, so. That sucked. It misses. It comes scuttling up and it like tries to. It reaches down with its its jaws and tries to bite at you and you easily just like roll out of the way. 
Yeah, Macario uh, hops on top of some equipment just to the side. And didn't expect that. Yeah. And it's kind of like... Daisy, you can take your turn now. Alright, and then from behind, you left either all that. Woo woo! Supercharged bolt. I got a nine to hit. Alright, that'll hit. And raise? Yeah, it will raise. Alright. Big money, big prizes now. Okay, that's. 14. 17. That's a wound that I'm going to try and soak. And I do soak it, just barely. So again, you just kind of barely clip it with your railgun. You're probably putting holes through some of the machinery in here. Well, you know. But there is an abomination that you're dealing with, so... I'm sure no one will understand, because hopefully they won't ever know. Why did you destroy all my machinery? Uh, Sylvia's going to try and get free of her cocoon. And she succeeds. So, Rachel, you're dangling there, trying to get your bearings, and you see this other body that's swaying there, and it's twitching a lot more lively, and it starts to, the, the threads start to rip, and you see Sylvia kind of ripping herself free, but she's also still partially entangled like you are. Okay, she's not about to fall. No. Uh, I'll call out to her regardless, and be like, careful! Yeah. I don't like this. Still got your whip? I do. Can you reach it? It's stuck right now. How are you? You got a six of clubs. Rachel, you got the seven of spades. Uh, Daisy, you got the five of spades. Makari, you got the king of diamonds. Sylvia, you got the four of hearts. The nightmare got the nine of clubs. So, Makari, you're up first. Macario uh, is going to seize this moment and come out with everything he has. He's got that uh, cutlass ready, and he'll swipe at it with a wild attack. All right. First attack. Uh, That's a 13 to hit. Ooh, that's going to raise. Second attack. Um, I'm going to spend a Benny. Okay. Roll that one. Second attack is an 11. That will hit. Plus two, 13. 13, that I will also raise. They both go for 11, actually. First one is 11. 11? That will shake it. Second one is 11 as well. <laughs> Alright, that one doesn't seem to have any further effect on it. Okay. But you definitely shook it as you launch into action. It's, it's turn. So it's going to try and unshake. As soon as I figure out what my spirit is. I got a decent spirit. I rolled like shite. Send Benny to unshake and act. Okay, it fades from view. Kind of like backs up and disappears as, as it does so. Uh, Rachel, what are you doing? Well, I'd like to finish getting out of this cocoon okay but i don't want to fall okay so is are we like what's the layout give me athlete you'll have to get an athletics roll to try and get out um and then i think if you glitch it you'll fall probably to your death knowing my luck 
seven. All right. Um, you unentangle yourself and uh, you you grab onto one of the beams up in the rafters. You're not really like in a good spot. You're just like hanging there, trying to figure out like, oh, where where can I move to next? So I was hanging from the beam then. Your feet were bound in the webbing, and that was anchored to the to beam. The so, so you, the beam is above me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now now you're free. You're holding onto the beam right. with your hands. Is it like a large enough beam that I could pull myself up and be on top of it? On another turn, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, then yeah, I'll wait till my next turn to try to do that. I'm gonna call out to Sylvia and just be like, "Hold on, I'm coming towards you." Okay, Haru. Can I hear them up there? Make me a nose roll at negative. Uh, I'm gonna say negative three because you've got a lot of combat going on. The the rail guns going off and they're quite a ways up. Eleven. All right. Yeah, you hear their voices. Okay. Well, I I I would look up like a brief look up and I'd see that Rachel's climbing herself out and Sylvia's kind of dangling, dangling. I'd be like, okay, let's handle what's down here. Is it still down here? That's a good question. I do not know. God damn it! Better not get out of this cocoon only to get <laughs> wrapped in another one. Uh, Daisy, you're up. Oh, wait, no, uh, what are you doing with your turn there, Haru? I'm gonna... You wanna go on hold? Yeah, I'm gonna go on hold, because, like, I, I can't fight what I can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the same with Daisy. It's the, okay. like, you know, you try s- to stay alert. Gone. Be alert, the world needs more alerts. It's a good thing you had a witch with powders to make this thing stay manifest. Yeah. Alright, and it's her turn. Alright, you, uh, Rachel, you see her, um, reach up to where her feet are anchored, she, like, slips a knife out of her boot and cuts the binding, and for a moment you're like, no, wait, no! I mean, I'm not worried she's gonna fall, I've seen her fly, I'm just generally talking to her, just calling out to her like you would That's exactly what happens, instead of falling, she just, like, writes herself up, and she's... She kind of moves over towards where you're at and just, like, holds out a hand. Need a lift? Uh, yeah, you get me up on this beam. Okay. Or, the, you know, the or I could put you on the ground. No, there's people up here. we got to get them down. I am heroic. I'm not going to leave them there to suffer. Okay. Um, alright. Uh, you're on hold, Haru. Rachel. Oh, boy. Nine of diamonds. Daisy, you're on hold. Makari, you got the nine of hearts. Sylvia, you got the ace of clubs. And the nightmare got the queen of clubs. So Sylvia, she's going to do a notice roll. She's she's floating next to you, and um, she helps you up onto the beam. But she's also looking around like her, her focus probably isn't really on the people that are cocooned. Uh, yeah, she's she's scanning around. She's got like one of the, her pouches ready. I don't see it. Do you see it? Do I see it? Roll notice. Ten. You you don't see it, but um, you see some of like the threads that are attached to machinery behind Haru twitching. Like in an unusual way? 
Oh, okay. I was going to say, it wouldn't be that unusual for a thread to just move. It's not like air movement swaying. It's definitely like something is using it, is on it. Um, I'm going to just kind of gesture down there behind Haru. She will use her amazing athletics roll to toss some powder. Yeah, her throw goes wide. Oh no! Uh, actually, I especially since it won't hurt you. Like you're, you're looking around, Haru, kind of looking where this thing is, and then something just <laughs> catches you in the head, and you're just covered in powder, or in this cloud of powder. Can I yell down? Look out! <laughs> yeah. Watch for your throwing. Wait, if you're throwing it that close to me. Yeah, turn around, stupid. <laughs> is it time for notice rolls? Uh, yeah. Alright. Those are on hold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Nine. Thirteen. Alright, you both see it. So, opposed agility rolls to that's see who one. goes I'm first. Five. Uh, I did not beat it. Six. I got a ten. So you turn around just in time to see this thing manifest be, uh, behind you, and then it throws a, a sheet of web at you. And I get the spell off, uh, so you are entangled. Didn't get a raise, so you're just entangled. So uh, you like, I think you hold your sword up to try and swipe it aside, and you wind up like with your arm adhered to your chest. But you're not like completely cocoon incapacitated. Okay. Um, and this thing looks frustrated. So you got what did you get on your agility roll? Uh, six. And what did you get there, Daisy? I got a five. Okay, so now it's your turn, Haru. I can't attack it while I'm entangled. You can make either a strength roll, a negative two, or an athletics roll, uh, straight athletics roll. Honestly, I'd be better off with the strength. Uh, 16. Alright, yeah, you rip your arm free. You're, you know, you've got strands of webbing hanging off you, but you're you're unentangled, so you can act. Oh, sweet. I'm going to attack it. Uh, I'm going to Benny my attack <laughs> roll. <laughs> uh, four. That's not going to hit it. Uh, you go to swing at it, and it, like, tosses its head, and Catches your blade with one of its antlers and and knocks it aside. Do I? Uh, never mind. I didn't declare a multi attack. Multi action. Because I was like, can I make an attack with my offhand in this time? Yeah, you can. Since you have the uh, edges, yeah, to be able to do a wield, you don't have to declare that. Okay. It's just when you're nope. you're going to be taking penalties that you have to declare it. Nope. Okay. Now Daisy. All right. I'm going to try something cooler this time. All right. Uh, one of the casting modifiers is Glow Shroud. So, I'm doing that on an overcharge bolt. Alright. And here we go. Woohoo! Oh yeah, that's a 12 on my D12. So, that's a 18 to hit. Yep, that's gonna raise. Alright. Ooh, that's very nice damage. That's 17. I get to re-roll 2D6s. Uh, 25, 30 damage, and they're glowing. Woohoo! 
or woohoo! <laughs> little chunks and bits that are left are glowing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. That was he gets thirty destroyed. even. Thirty even. This might be in cap if I fuck it up. My last Benny too. Um. Nope, that is not. Where's my deep? There it is. Can't find my dice. I blew up the sixty-six. That's nine. Soaks two wounds. So this thing yelps, kind of lets out a, a shriek, and you see like a a spray of blood as your your bolt rips through its its side down its flank. Um, and then yeah, there's describe the glow. What's the color? Uh, it's a blue color because that's pretty much been my trapping color. So yeah, it's like a blue glow to this thing, and it's like illuminated. And hopefully we can see it now. Well, you can see it right now. Yeah. Hopefully it'll stay illuminated when it shifts. Rachel! Um, I'm going to call out to Sylvia. Toss me your whip. You going to throw me an idol? <laughs> it's about 100 years too early for that reference. It is. <laughs> I don't know what movie you're talking about, witch lady. I need your whip. Um, yeah, she'll toss her whip to you. Can you go help the others? I mean, that is what I'm trying to do. Well, not to be insensitive, but your aim was a little off there. Maybe you need to get closer to hit the monster. I don't see you helping. I'm helping these folks up here. Most of these folks look dead. The rest frankly aren't going anywhere anytime soon. They're in trouble. Gotta make sure they're okay. I would like to run along, not run, move carefully along the beam. Give me an athletics roll. To like a nearest, like, wiggling cocoon. It's for sure Benny that. And Rachel falls to her death. <sighs> Wasn't joking. Uh oh. That's the same oh my roll. I'm just gonna add a d6. She's like very cautiously moving along this beam to yeah. the nearest moving cocoon. Yeah, you get to the the nearest one is just kind of like twitching. Is it below her or above her? It's below her? you. So I want to kind of I want to take the whip then wrap one end of it around and kind of let it hang down I gotcha. off the beam. Uh-huh. And then um, using the whip kind of for leverage. Right, you're going to you just you're going to lower yourself down yeah. with the whip. All right. See you do I- that. And I don't know if I can try to open the cocoon this turn or not. But give me, gonna... give me another athletics roll. Nope, failed. Okay, you're trying. It, it's kind of hard because you're doing it one armed. Um, was that round? Haru, you got an eight of clubs. Rachel, you get the ace of spades. Daisy, you got the four of diamonds. Makara got the king of hearts. Sylvia got the six of diamonds. And the monster got the Joker. Oh, fuck. I felt it coming. So it's going to go. It doesn't fade from view like before, but it definitely like, suddenly rushes over to you, Daisy. And uh, it's going to try and throw. It's going to map. It's going to try and throw a web at you. And then it's going to try and move off of you if it succeeds. It's a nine minus two is a five. You are only entangled. 
Actually, wait. 9 minus 4 is a 5. You're only entangled. So yeah, it catches you some web, and you're you're not fully restrained, but you're you're definitely stuck. And then it's going to try and pick you up and move off of you. And it does not. Well, all right. Yay. Because 7 Matt. minus 4 is not your parry. So yeah, it's, it's like it's trying to pick you up and and like wrap you up more securely and you're you're just you're too wriggly rachel uh, i'd like to see if i can open this cocoon all right give me another athletics roll five you start getting it open and the body is still twitching ever so slightly but as uh you reveal the face you can see that it's like stretched out it's still very human it's very horrifying to see but it's like starting to stretch out into this beak and like it's it's hair this person's hair is starting to like kind of grow feathery it it kind of croaks out this you're not sure if it's a a caw or a kill me I'd like to shoot it okay I think maybe she like slips a little bit down on the whip. She's startled by this, and then kind of, you know, pulls herself back up and pulls her gun and just shoots the thing in the face. Body goes limp. Macario, how close am I to Haru? You can get up to him with a move action. Okay, um, I'm gonna try to get him ready to take this thing out because I tried. I gave my all. It didn't work. We're going to try to distract this thing again for Haru. Okay. Make it vulnerable. Um, so, Macario actually takes his cutlass and just cuts a little bit of his arm to kind of get the smell of blood in the air. Trying to draw this thing down to him again. He says, uh, come on, got some orange juice for you. <laughs> so that's an 11 plus 2 from my empathy, which is about to wear off. 13. And I'm resisting that with my smarts. Oh, plus one from... So, 14. What am I resisting that with? Smarts. Smarts. Not my best stat. Not my worst stat. Might be my worst stat, actually. It is my worst stat. So that's an eight. I got an 11. So it's not a provoke. It's just a normal one, but I make it vulnerable. Okay. It's distracted by the smell of delicious, delicious yeah, it's blood. Like, Tissue? <laughs> yeah, sniff, snuffling the air and it's definitely very interested. Uh, Haru, you're up. Well, it's still visible, right? Yes. And it was on Daisy? It's on Daisy. I'm going to move and do a uh, frenzy attack on it. Okay. Eight and eight. Those are both regular hits. Did you add the plus two to them? Oh, ten and ten then. Still regular hits. 15 with one hit. And then uh, 17 from another. 15 from the first hit is going to wound it. So it's going to try and soak that. And it does. And then 17 is also going to wound it. And I'm out of Benny's. So it's at three wounds now. So this thing is it's bleeding from multiple wounds. It looks like it's starting to slow down. Sylvia's not going to throw another powder bomb since it's still visible. 
She's going to try and actually be useful. And maybe steal the kill. Uh, that's a raise on it. I didn't spend any extra power points, so it's just going to be this. Nine. Nope. <laughs> so, Rachel, you're you're climbing. Well, you're you're, not, you're dangling there from the whip. You see um, Sylvia floating in the air. She reaches into uh, a pocket with her free hand and pulls out just like an odd jumble of things, like some some needles, a pair of scissors, um, some thimbles, just a odd assortment of, of random crap. And she starts muttering, and she holds her palm open, and the objects start to kind of like float up out of her hand, and they just like lance out of this thing, and it gets pelted with a bunch of junk. But unfortunately, it doesn't actually do any damage. You see, like, the, the scissors stick into its antlers. Kind of like a, an arrow, almost. Um, whose Kurt is this? Daisy. Well, I'm tied up, though, right? Yeah, athletics roll to get free. Athletics. All right, while I'm trying to get free, I'm yelling like, You misogynistic freak tying up ladies. <laughs> botched it. You botched it? Yeah. Uh, you're so busy yelling at this thing... Uh, for for tying up ladies and web and eating people and stuff that I think you just you you get more tangled up. I forget to struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I was supposed to do something with my arms. <laughs> I think you lose you lose grip of your your railgun. It drops to the ground, and you're you're still entangled. And that's what happens. So now it's a new round. Haru, you get a nine of um, hearts. Rachel, you got the nine of spades. Hey, Daisy, you got something higher than a four. You got the ten of diamonds. Makario, do you have anything special? You got the five of hearts. Makario has his heart. Sylvia got the six of hearts. And the nightmare got the ten of clubs. Which means that, uh, Daisy, you're up first. And this thing well, hasn't had an opportunity to phase out. Well. You are still entangled, though. Yeah... Well, I guess that's what I'm going to try to do, is untangle and grab my gun. I got a four! Alright, you get yourself free, you drop to the ground, you grab your gun, but that's it. That's it. That's right, it. I'm okay with that. Alright. That's better than being tangled. You roll over and you, like, I, I don't know, quite know how your gun works, but you, like, I don't know, is it bolt action or something? Probably. Okay, yeah, you, you chamber a railroad spike. <laughs> and then this thing fades from view, but it's got this obnoxious blue glow, and you still see, like, the the blue glow emanating. You don't see, like, its outline or anything. You just see the, blue, the glow on the ground, and you see it move up onto one of the machines and then start moving up some of the webs. And Rachel, you're up. Um, I'd like to go to another cocoon that I see moving. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one that... Is there anyone that's, like, moving particularly more than another one? Mm. Or are they all about... They're all about the same. None of them look particularly lively. You pull yourself up off, uh... Oh, yeah, I should onto do that the, first. Onto the beam. Say. Yeah, moving cautiously... 
further along the beam okay. to the next nearest one that's moving. Mm-hmm. Um, is it below or above? Below. They're all below. Oh, okay. Then I'll do the same thing with the whip. Okay. Uh, I don't think you'll get a chance to, to try and get it open, but yeah, you secure the whip and you, you drop down. I'm going to kind of call out and be like, hello, anyone in there? Can you hear me? There's no verbal response. You don't know if that's because they're like gagged through the, the cocoon or something, or if they're incapable of responding because they're transforming into a horrible, awful monster. Uh, Haru. I'm going to, because it's moving moving away and up the webs, flick a piece of the machinery using my bolt power. Like, oh, cool. Up, up towards Do you just it. like swing your sword, hit one of the machines, and just send like a chunk of it ricocheting off? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I got uh, nine total then. Okay, that will raise. Sweet. Seven, 13, 18 points of damage. So you slash at a piece of machine and you send a, like a sliver of metal streaking up at this thing. And it strikes center mass of where the you kind of see the glow at. And then this thing kind of reappears, remanifests, and it's got this shard sticking through its, its torso. And it gives this this pained elk call, and then it just kind of falls over. It falls off the webbing, crashes down to one of the machines, crushes it, and kind of spasms. And then its legs, its spindly spider legs, curl up in on itself. It is dead. Uh, where is Rachel? Uh, I would like to open this cocoon. Yeah, Haru points to the rafters and is like. Up there. Yeah, you see Rachel hanging from a whip from a beam on the ceiling, trying to tear open a cocoon. What are you doing? <laughs> there may be people in here. You tear open the cocoon, it's the same. It, like, it's not transforming into the same form, but, like, it's... it's, it's the, the skin is peeling away, and so you're seeing bone skull, and the, the, the skull is, is kind of jutting forward. Uh, and kind of like an elk shape, and it, the eye sockets have gotten o- over big, and like the eyes are disgustingly loose in the sockets because they haven't gotten big enough. And you see like little Bambi antlers growing out of its its skull. Uh, rage to the face. <laughs> Just gonna yeah. blow it away. I'm gonna pull myself up the whip again. How many of these things are wiggling up here? There's quite a few. Like at least. 30 to 50. We're going to have to check every single one. I'm going to look at all this and see if there's an easier way to scientifically let them all down. Use some kind of pulley. My car's going to find a ladder. I feel like a ladder would help. That's a more scientific way. Um, Rachel's going to kind of gesture at all these cocoons and, you know, turn to Sylvia and be like, is there some sort of spell that you might have that could help us get these down? I don't think you're going to find any survivors. Don't know that. And if there aren't any survivors, then we need to make sure that nothing here survives. We need to get them down so we can Either way, them proper rest. These things got to come down. Give me a persuasion roll, because you see her start to reach into her pouch, uh, or into a pocket, and pulling out like a jumble of knickknacks and, and crap. Seven. Okay. Um... This is not a good use of time. But if you insist, 
I do. We don't know. We lived in those cocoons. We're alive. Other people could For be too. A minute. I ain't giving up on them until I see they're beyond all hope. Fine. It takes time, and it's well after dark by the time you finish, and you do not find a single survivor. I execute then every single one, and probably I don't carry like all all of my bullet supplies on me, so I probably run out of bullets at some point. Yeah, probably. You're down to like using a knife or something to right on through the chin, and I'm sure everyone else is assisting as well. Makara, you find. A ladder, you find access up there. I think at some point, if they're they're if they're up there opening them up, still like Sylvia and her up up on the beam, still opening up, she'd be like, "Okay, this one's bad." And Haru just cuts a string and they like, fall and crush their skull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sleek. Do we find any survivor? No. Rachel seems pretty disheartened at the end of all that. Daisy, you are smart at these things. Were they poisoned? What would cause this to happen? Well, uh, I don't know. Looking at the bodies. Uh, the ones that dropped down there are still kind of intact. Mm-hmm. They've all got, like, fang marks in their neck. Yeah. Well, more than likely. See these spider mites? Part of that are just, you know, got the blood sucked out of them. They're wrapped up in a cocoon just ain't good for anybody. There are certain uh, snakes down in Mexico that they make, uh, they make, like, Venom stopper. You know what I mean? Maybe we could make a uh, something to stop the venom if this happens again. Hopefully we, we uh, went to the dead corpse over there. Stop the venom with that. Does it have fangs? Oh, yeah. He's going to try to collect some. Okay. Um, I'm guessing there's probably some sort of vial or something in this, this factory. Probably not. Really? It's a It's a yarn factory. Okay, I'll ask um, our witch friend. Okay, she definitely has a vial. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Give me a survival roll to try and, and milk this thing. All right, let's milk. Let's milk this elk. Elk abomination thing. Survival, huh? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't help you on that one. Oh. <laughs> and the four. So that was a 6 on the d6 and a 5 on the d4. All right, well, you get a small sample of venom. Perfect. I'm not sure what you're going to do with it, but... What color is this venom? Ooh, what color is it? I think it's kind of like a watery, bloody color. That makes sense. Gross. So the webbing, is it web or is it yarn? It's web. Oh, okay. So also this factory is strewn with web everywhere. Yeah. Which, maybe they'll find a way to make a cool yarn out of it. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Oh, that's a good idea. So Tensile strength of spider web of that size. Wen- Wendigo silk. Yeah. So what are y'all doing? It's, it's, uh, it's night. It's full on dark. I think Haru would be taking advantage of his cat eyes going out and building like a small platform-like thing to burn these bodies. Yeah, I think you have to burn. I will bodies. help Haru because I have repair skill. All right, you're you're getting ready, to, you know, to you're getting materials to make a, a platform or a pyre to burn the bodies on. And Sylvie's just like not to promote arson, 
Well, not in the building. I'm, I'm doing it. I was. I'm going to go outside. Right. No, you're you're doing that. And Sylvia says not not to promote arson, but do you really think we can c- clean this building up? Maybe. I, I think we owe the man who hired us an explanation. He he should see it to know why we must do it. We've left a whole bunch of buildings like this in our wake. That's disturbing. You'd be amazed at what's out there. Well, if you want to handle the cleanup, I think I'm going to wash my hands of this mess. Sylvia, can you sense if that was the only one? I have no idea. I don't know if this thing was unique or if there's more like it. I don't know what caused these creatures to appear suddenly. That's beyond the realm of my magics. You have no way of detecting if there's any more in the building. Sharon closes her eyes and tries to concentrate. And she opens her eyes and just shakes her head. I I don't know. Well, I guess this will have to do then. Yes, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree about burning the building down. It'd be a good way to get rid of all of it at once. But then we would most certainly owe an explanation. And I do not know how to explain why we would burn the place down. I think it's easily acceptable that there was a really bad spider infestation, and that's why no one wanted in here. Because spiders are scary, right? You know... That explains the webs. I think he should see it, the man who hired us. And if he don't like spiders, he's going to want to burn this place down anyway. Yep, Mr. Thornton hired us to take care of what was ever inside of the building. Figure out why his workers weren't coming back to work. We did that. Did not hire us to clean his factory. I say we leave it. Tell him it was a big spider infestation. We got rid of the spiders. We burn the bodies, including the body of the thing. You do that, you make a big fire. Uh, It probably takes you the rest of the night to manage. At some point, a couple of the... uh, the residents of the surrounding neighborhood come out to investigate, like, what the fuck's going on here. They probably see you carting out bodies. I imagine, like, the first thing you burned was the body of the abomination itself. Yeah. So that that one's, you know, burned and long gone, but people are watching you carting bodies out of the factory. No one says anything. There's probably about a dozen people watching. Those are real solemn about it. Do I, do I see the people that are coming out to watch us? Yeah. yeah, you all see them. They're not trying to Does be Does anybody have it. words to say to people they cared about? Kind of offering them a, a chance to mourn. Um, one person, the the woman you talked to before, she just kind of gives this wide look and says, What, what happened? Spiders. Big ones. I have never seen any spider that could take a person. There, there was a lot of them working together. It was most unusual. I, I ain't going back to work in that factory. And she turns and walks away. I don't really blame her. Um, a few people say a couple of things, just kind of mumbling to themselves, and then uh, they they just they turn and they walk away. They go back to their homes after a bit, and then uh, the morning comes. And uh, you've got a burnt-out pyre in front of the factory. Has Sylvia gone home? 
No, she sticks with you for for the body disposal. She's kind of grumbling the entire time. I'm going to need a nap. You are. Lazarus is just like, uh, this is great and all, but it's that time again. It's that time of day. So I suggest we all find a place to rest because Haru is suddenly like... Boom. <laughs> There's uh, the marshal's office. Sarah, uh, Sylvia does not volunteer her hound. I'd like to try asking the first woman we talked to. I feel like she might be somewhat more pliable. Okay. Um, I don't know who you wanted. Who do you go with? Are you looking for lodgings for yourself or a place for Haru? Yeah, I don't want to shack Haru up with some random... Could you pardon our friend? He's dead tired. He's dead. He's so dead. <laughs> I, I remind you, you do have access to the marshal's office. Yeah. Okay. That's How easy, far away is solution. that, though? It's not far. Oh, okay. We'll go with the easy solution. Yeah. You crash in the marshal's office and get some rest. At this point, Sylvia does return back home. Okay. Before she like we part ways, um, I'll give her back her whip, or if she's already collected it. Oh, yeah, she's probably already collected it. Um, but I'll hold out my hand and say, I appreciate the help. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate you keeping my secret quiet. I know you're the law, but I left my past behind, and what happened in my past happened way outside of your jurisdiction. I ain't trying to arrest you. I'm just trying to thank you for your help. Oh. I'd like to buy you a drink sometime. Maybe you, you can tell me a little bit about what brought you out here. If I were to do that, you'd have to get very cool with a lot of things very quickly. A drink sounds fine. Maybe after we've had a chance to rest. Yeah. Alright, well... Yeah, she'll... Yep, she heads... She shakes her hand. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, does she shake my hand or does she leave me? She doesn't leave you hanging. And then, uh, yeah, she goes back to her house. And you catch... You all catch the rest of the marshal's office. I'm out for five hours. All right. Yeah, you're probably not getting back up until it's time to catch the noon o'clock train. So, you get some rest. What are, what are you doing with the rest of the time while Haru is, is dead? Well, if he's only out for five hours, and most of us need eight hours... Oh, that's true. You're 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 also out. Yeah, I was gonna say we're all probably just recovering from all that. It's a lot of work to burn bodies. And you sleep the day through. It's it's night when you wake up finally. Haru, you've probably been up for a little bit. Then you actually get up before them. Yeah, I'd probably sit by Rachel, seeing that they're still you know they're all still asleep. He's, he's just kind of. He's going to keep an eye on everybody, but he's going to sit by Rachel. So, murder? No. You always say that. You always say murder. Well, yeah, it's because we never get to do it. My body, my rules. And no, that's not how it works, and you know that. I think I want to go for a little walk. One. Really? Yeah, I got one and a five, and I have an egg for Dominion. Oh, boy. You go for a walk. No, Lazarus goes for a lot walk. Haru is indisposed. Yep. 
So the rest of you wake up. It's evening. Haru's nowhere in sight. I mean, that's not completely unusual. Yeah. I wonder if Haru heard of an emergency or something. We should see if we can find him. Yeah, he might have gone to get tickets during the day. Maybe he's at the saloon, the hotel. The Ashton Springs Hotel. Yeah, you gonna go look for him? Sure. Give me nose rolls. Nope. A seven. Four. Four. Uh, Rachel and Daisy, you spot Haru kind of walking down the Ashland Main Street. He's got his katana out and kind of resting on his shoulder, and he's, he's walking with a, a good bit of swagger and even uh, whistling uh, some tune. I want to kind of share a look with Daisy. Yeah, he don't look right, does he? No, that is not how he normally is. Is his back turned towards us, or is he walking facing us? Uh, he's walking towards you. Well, let's go greet him, huh? Be ready, though. And you walk up, and there's um, there's definitely blood stains on his sword. And probably on his, uh, like his, his, his arm, or splattered across his clothing. Haru? Yes, dear? Whose blood is that? Oh, I wouldn't worry about that, not a bit. That's, uh, <laughs> that's my business. Get inside now, Haru. Get inside Get where? I'm... Taking a perfectly legitimate stroll. Catching the evening air, if you will. I don't get to do that nearly often enough. Whose blood is that? <laughs> I haven't a clue, given they was prowling around the edge of town with antlers growing out of their forehead. I can't trust a single word that you say right now. No? No, you can't. Can I try to disarm him? Okay, how? I'm going to say, oh, you mean like that thing behind you? And try to distract him and see if I can get him to kind of lose focus and then snatch the katana out of his hand. Uh, go ahead and roll... That sounds like a persuasion attempt. So go ahead and roll persuasion. Oh, okay. So, I think everyone is just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it's because you say this deadpan, serious, and like uh, Lazarus slash Haru like spins around that that katana like swings off his shoulder and comes to like a. a he doesn't hold it like a katana should. He holds it like a cavalry uh-huh. saber. And he brings it to to like a ready position. He's like, "Where?" Yeah, and I like to just try to snatch it out of his hand. Okay, sure. Yeah, you just you, he's distracted enough. He's like, "Where is it? Where is it?" And you take it right. And like, what? Hey, hey! Oh. Inside, I'm gonna say, and just gesture back towards the marshal's office. I reckon I don't really need to follow your direction. What are you gonna do? Shoot me? I like to use intimidation to be like, get in the marshal's office. I reckon not. I know you won't do anything permanent to Haru. Yeah, but what about me? I had not reckoned with that. <laughs> get in the get in the office. 
Fine, give me a blade back. No. Get in the office. Fine. Go out, do fucking good deed, and no one trusts me, and I don't even get to have a nice evening walk. Bunch of fucking spoil sports. He mutters as he walks back into the office. I'm not sure what to do now, though, that we got him in the office. Let's see. She's gonna kind of look over at you to, like, what do we do without actually saying that out loud in front of... Haru, tie him up till we get Haru back. No, I'm standing right Makari, here. Makario, tie him up until we get Haru back. He, that, that's really not necessary. Although, wait. All right. <laughs> Before you go, Lazarus, because I imagine you will go soon with that kind of attitude. Maybe. Depends on, uh... How I feel. Why? What is in this for you? Are you really enjoying all of this? Absolutely. It's torturing. Oh, I haven't even started torturing. You know what I mean. I saw a sight of you that was not like this. Where did it go? I don't really know what you're talking about. You don't, do you? No. That's what I just said. I do this because I like killing. Because I like getting back at a world that wronged me. And is your name really Lazarus? Yeah. Okay. I will tie you up. As you wish. He wraps the rope around him and ties a knot. And then, uh, yeah, Haru, you come back. You're tied up. There's blood on your clothing. I think Rachel's holding your katana and there's blood on it. Oh god, did I... Did I kill someone? I don't actually know, Haru. Lazar said it was a monster, but can't take his word for it. Can you remember anything? I know nothing. I never remember anything. I do not think he does either. No, I'm right here. What did you do? I took a walk, enjoy the evening air, came upon a man that wasn't a man no more. You could just as easily been lying. True. You talk of murder constantly. True. Cannot trust myself. <laughs> you are not in control anymore, Haru. Then I know what I must do. That'll be my surprise until we get back to Met- or Jack- back to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Rachel's just kind of watching all this play out, and she just looks not stressed, but anxious is a good word. She looks anxious. And she's like, what's he saying to you? It's never going to stop. I mean, you knew that. This is forever. That's the simple way to put it. Don't give up, Haru. We're gonna find a way. There is a way. Everybody else is just too afraid to use it. <laughs> well, that's not gonna get you untied anytime <laughs> <Yeah>. soon. We're <laughs> just like, we're just gonna leave you <laughs> tied up for a little bit longer. 
I will say every prayer I have in me for you, Haru. That is all I can do. We must find a way to help you soon. And we will not untie you until we do. It's going to look a little weird if I am tied up and we are going back to Medford via train. Not if we show them your sword with the blood on it. Then we can say that we are taking you in for a crime you may have committed. We will lock you up. You will not be able to hurt anyone and we will look for a cure. I do not like this. I do not disagree with it. I just... It is a stain. Stain on my honor. What if, instead of leaving him tied up for everyone to see, um, Rachel will reach to her belt and pull out her handcuffs? You could drape a blanket over your wrist, no one would see, or a coat. Or if you swear on your honor as a samurai, not to kill yourself, or do anything else stupid, then- Lazarus wouldn't let me kill myself. Nope. There's, as much as I think it is the best option, I can do nothing. I'm worried about your control, Haru. It seems Lazarus has taken control more and more often strong-willed. I never anticipated meeting some something as strong-willed as him. I wonder if Sylvia might know some sort of spell, maybe, that could help you. It's a possibility, but her magic comes from a dark place as well. I fear that that would be only inviting more darkness. I thank her for our, her help fighting that creature, but I, when it comes to monsters as Lazarus, I do not trust her magic. My endeavors into weird science to hope this problem has allowed me to heal people who are alive, but yeah, it still does nothing. To... I appreciate the effort. But it maybe, maybe I can, I'll use this as a lesson. Way to grow in my own way, for now. If you still feel the need, might I offer handcuffing my right hand to the deputy's left? We can keep the handcuff hidden under my coat sleeve. I see no reason to handcuff you. You won't try anything. I trust you, Haru. Rachel's gonna, like, look into Haru's eyes. And you can just see that hers are, like, brimming with tears. And she's gonna say, it's not you, I don't trust Haru. And she's gonna reach her hand out, her left hand, and slap the cuff over your wrist and hers. Is wise, just in case he takes control again. <laughs> I think we'll fast forward unless there's something else y'all want to do in Ashland. I mean, I kind of wanted to see Sylvia again, but it looks like the story isn't heading that direction. Okay. So we you can, always come back yeah, later. Yeah, come back. Got another 50 years so we can take it. <laughs> right.
you make it back to to Medford um, and then to Jacksonville. You probably spend another night in the uh, the marshal's office because uh, it was evening by the time you all woke up. Oh, right. Yeah. And the train wasn't running. So you catch the morning train to Medford and then you get back to Jacksonville. You walk into the office handcuffed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say Rachel was up handcuffed to Haru so he couldn't have like walked away, walked away again. And uh, Ross immediately picks up on this like, okay, barn or stables, explain. Yeah. Uh, Rachel will turn to Haru since it's she's not going to speak for you. Lazarus took control again in Ashland after we completed what we were doing there. There was blood on my sword and on my clothes. I do not know what he did. I do not trust him to not take control of me. I feel it is in everyone's best interest that I am not alone. If I have to rest, lock me in a cell. Alright. How do you help keep control? Ross, can 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 you give her some pointers? I might be able to do something. Y'all wait here, keep an eye on Haru. I'll be back. And uh he turns and he starts to walk out and his hand kind of lightly brushes uh, his gun, but he doesn't draw it. That's worrisome. <laughs> I think Haru would go into it just a kneeling pot. Like, if you sit with Yeah, him. I would say, if we're in the stables now, she's probably uncuffed you. Yeah, he, he just goes into a kneeling posture and is, like, kind of meditative, almost. Rachel's, like, kind of brushing away a tear. Russ is gone for a few minutes, and when he returns... Um, he's carrying a stick, or a staff, that's, uh, about five feet long. It ends in a, a, uh, end that's, uh, yeah. The point of it, uh, comes to a spiked end. Looks like it's, it's stained with blood. Old blood. You can't really recognize what kind of wood it's carved from, and the uh, the head of it is knobby. It looks like it may have once represented, uh, been carved in the likeness of some animal, but it's since been hewn and chiseled away uh, and basically defaced. What is that? An old relic of my people. You think it'll help her? It helps me. This is but a temporary fix. Everyone else... Back up, please. You're not gonna kill him, right? That would be a permanent fix. She'll back up. Do you like even notice that he's doing this? Or are you still in like a meditative state? I think he'd just, he just. When I he, when I, meditative state, he's he's got his eyes open. He sees what's going on around him. He's just kind of quiet and focusing on not letting Lazarus take over. <laughs> Lazarus has gone quiet in the presence of this staff. Is he still like... He's still there, but he's not saying anything. He's kind of eyeing it like, what the fuck is this? And, uh... Kane Rose comes stepping forward. 
kind of plants the staff in front of you. And then he lets go, and he takes a couple steps back. He takes three steps back, and the staff remains upright. The rest of you, you don't hear anything. You just see Kane looking at, at Haru. Um, but Haru, you hear a voice in your head, and it's not Lazarus's. Um, it's not Kane's. It's a familiar voice first thoughts are like, oh great, another voice. <laughs> and it's, just, it's multi-tonal. You can't really catch a gender from it. It's not a man's voice. It's not a woman's voice. It's both at once and neither. It's an adult's voice. It's a child's voice. It's neither. It's both at once. Omnivoice? Yeah. And it just says, take this staff from my hand. And then you hear Lazarus, don't do it. I reach out. No. No. And grab the staff. And Lazarus disappears. You feel racking pain in your chest. And you take a breath. (sighs) And you all hear that. Yeah. yeah, Rachel spins around. She probably she like wasn't looking at the staff. Haru? Yes. Does he look dead he looks still? Alive? Mechanically, you're still harrowed. Yeah. But the staff allows you to pass as a living person. <laughs> just take this and put it on my back and, <laughs> and call it and a day. Like, no, 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 no. I wasn't sure it would work on you, but. Apparently it did. Are you alright? I feel fine. For now. We will have to see. Sheriff? What is the catch? There is always a catch, these things. There's no catch with this. There's no catch. There's a lot of powers at work in this world, but there are greater things. This is the staff of Moses, the staff of Solomon. It is a relic of my people. I appreciate all that you do, Russ. You are a good man. (laughs) I try. I keep the staff here. This is what has been keeping these creatures out of town. It's, uh... <laughs> it's got a lot more utility than I thought it would. I think it, he might, in, like, a moment of just reprieval, like, rest and stuff, put it, lean his head onto Rachel Hoot because she was sitting close to him and just kind of, like... <sighs> I miss peace of mind. He has brought it back to me for now. Uh, Rachel's gonna take her fingers if you're resting your head on her shoulder and kind of like run her fingers through, like over your head, gently, probably, like affectionately. And the illusion only goes, the illusion of life only goes so far. He's still cold to the touch. Like a tear, you know, probably trickles down on her cheek. And then, uh, 
Kane Rose takes the staff back. I'm gonna go put this back now. You all take the time you need. And he walks out. Haru's gonna spend a lot of time cleaning and sharpening his swords because he feels that Lazarus has done something. He, 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 there's no way to know what Lazarus did. Right. But because he just he feels that whatever it was, even if it was killing a beast, it was not for good or a righteous reason. It was for his own sick pleasure. He needs to wipe the stain from it, so he's going to be spending just a lot of time cleaning and, like... Yeah, I think it's been a long day for all of you. Uh, yeah, Makarno kind of... He doesn't leave. He, he acts like he's going to a little bit. He kind of opens his mouth and looks at you, just doesn't say anything. Like he's trying to consider whether it's a good idea or not. Well, when you, if you, since you're watching Haru, you see him like pull this little box out from his his bag, pop it open, and it's very ritualistic. He's very like kneeling and look, lifting his sword up and wiping the blade and rubbing it down with oil. Finally, he uh, looks you in the eyes and he says, "Haru." Yes, Makario. The sheriff is wrong. There is a catch. There is always a catch. It is not the catch of demons or devils. It is not meant to torture you, but it is a catch. Of course, it is a catch you have always had. Duty. And with that, he leaves. I think you go through your days, and then... uh... It comes to evening. You go to bed. You're hungry. Um, you're cold. And, uh... Makario, you find your, your sleep difficult. It eludes you. What do you do? Oh, well, he finds himself... Uh, his hand just keeps going to his chest, and he doesn't remember exactly why. And then he feels the flower in his hands duty and you fall asleep kind of holding that flower and and reflecting on on that catch and then you wake up on a dark dusty plain no stars shine in the sky no moon and you see dead grass waving in an unfelt wind. Yeah, he uh, looks over every direction, kind of spins around, getting a full scope of the whole area. You you see um, plateaus in the distance, rocky outcroppings, and somewhere you see a bright beacon like that of a lighthouse, but it's far away. And then... Uh, you kind of you see the light emanating from behind you, casting your shadow out across this this dark, lightless place. There's some sort of light growing behind you. He turns around to face it. You turn to face it, and you see its massive wings cast out. This uh, great fiery bird, like some sort of raptor or eagle. Um comes down and it lands before you and it's just reaved in flames uh, and it's huge it's um, you know it towers over you 
and it slowly it folds its wings to its side and it kind of cocks its head at you. And where are we going, Big Bird? <laughs> so you you say that and and you blink and, and in that in that split second the the bird is gone and in his place is Loha and she kind of smiles Macario Loha I'm sorry I was cut off by what the spirits of famine they were let loose into the valley and they were too strong I could not make myself known what changed the great mountain spirits Mazama and Malexiniyaina were slain in ancient days their great spirits swore a promise to protect this valley from the hunger spirits once a very very long time ago the spirit world and your world were one and the same and spirits walked upon the earth and knew both the people and animals and all was good and then the hunger spirits came and they did great harm upon the land and at first the mountain spirits slumbered and took no notice and two spirits stood against them against the hunger one of sky and one of the world below it was a losing battle the spirits of hunger were many and very strong and the people joined in the battle though they suffered greatly and in in the moment of greatest need Mazama and the other one awoke and made a solemn vow they would protect the valley and it has been that way the spirit of the world below was badly injured by the spirits of hunger and he bound his spirit to the mortal world and exists now there but the spirit of sky remained with the spirits ever watchful from the other side those spirits that we destroyed who were they? the pretender sent you and your friends to slay Mizama and the other one, the spirit of Mount McLaughlin. He deceived you and allowed the hunger spirits to return. So there will need to be a new spirit. Is that what you're saying? Yes. The spirit of the world below cannot return. He is of your world now. And I must remain here in the hunting grounds. This was not how I wanted this. I called you here because I knew of the threat 
that was coming. But now... Now we must take extreme actions to protect our people, to protect the valley. I had nothing. And you gave me something. So if you take it all away again, you will have done me no harm. <laughs> Macario, I did not want this. But in times of great need, sometimes we must sacrifice everything we love. Well, another thing. I will not sacrifice everything I love because what I love will live on. What must be done? I'm ready. What must be done? Tell me. The pretender, the spirit that he concealed himself, has taken residence at Mazama, at Giwas. He must be rooted out so that his taint no longer corrupts that sacred place. And then... And then you will know what to do. Gather your friends. You will need them. Tell them to meet Skell at Table Rock. Thank you, listeners, for joining us for this latest episode of Valley of Famine. Deadlands Reloaded and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Sound effects are provided by Plate Mail Games, music by the Eaglestone Collective, and elk calls are courtesy of the Yellowstone National Park Services. You can find links to all of these in the show notes. Once again, thank you. I hope you all have a wonderful whatever time of day it is you're listening to this, and we'll catch you next time.